Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. Good afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. My guest today has traveled and lived all over the globe from Hawaii to California and Colorado, France, Scotland, and served in the Peace Corps in Senegal, West Africa. She has over 20 years in the hospitality business and during the pandemic, she purchased her own restaurant in New Bedford, Massachusetts on Ashley Boulevard and it is called Pub 65. Jessica Moore, welcome to the show and welcome to Powerful Women Rise South Coast. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here today. I am so thrilled to have you here today and holy cannoli, you have such a colorful background of all the different places that you've been. It's been an adventure, that's for sure. I know. And so you got, you're settling your roots. Yep. Putting down the roots and love this area. So this is where I'm going to be. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you or not, but I was born in New Bedford. Okay. And Ashley Boulevard and even a Cushionette Avenue is like where all of my family sort of congregated. My aunt, my grandmother, the house my parents bought when I first um, was born, that whole area. So I can't wait to come to the restaurant. Yes, you definitely need to come out there. Um, North New Bedford does have a special charm to it. So. And, and really... Deep downtown New Bedford is beautiful. New Bedford is just beautiful. It is. I was really surprised when I saw it the first time. Um, I really, I just fell in love with it right away. Yeah. Now, you are a part of a team, and your job as a leader is to build and support your team. And this was a statement that you really wanted to be sure that we discuss here today. So why is that something that is so important to you? I think sometimes people forget what a team really is. A team is all of the people that make it up. Um, yeah. So I am one member of the team, but that yeah. doesn't mean that my job is any more or less important than anyone else's job. So my job as part of the team, I feel, is to um, is to support the other people on the team so that they can do their jobs. Mm, um, and, and, I, and I really like that idea of the teamwork that we're all we're all going to be either failures or successful to together. We're going to do it together. So and there is no I in team. There is not no <laughs> <laughs> right. I even say I find myself saying that too. <laughs> and frankly, we are all equals. Absolutely, yeah. It's um you know no one job is more important than the other. It takes all of us to have a good restaurant to have any good business. Um, yeah. And we're all equals because we're all human beings. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, including the people at your restaurant and the clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, how do your experiences, you have such a colorful, you're so young. How, how did you do all of these things in such a short period of time, I feel like? I feel like I have a certain, uh, 
optimism and fearlessness about me. Um, I definitely, I see an opportunity and I I go for it. Um, And things tend to just work out. I think if you have really structured plans, then you know, then you might fail. But if you keep open to all the opportunities in the world, you can just kind of keep riding that wave of opportunity and experience. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I've been able to meet people from all around the world. And now as my job, I get to interact with new people every single day. And I really enjoy that. Love Um, it. Love it. Now, so how are your experiences filtering in to your day-to-day life at the restaurant? So I think I've had many experiences that filter, and I think one that's in particular um, was I studied abroad in China in college. Okay. And I was actually a vegetarian in college. Oh. Um, so studying abroad... <gasps> I love this. Are you a vegetarian now? <laughs> I'm actually not. Oh. But I have a reason for why I'm not. Um, okay. And actually China is that reason, and culture is that reason. So I was in China, um, and my having to be specific with my diet and oh. not not eating this and not eating that and asking what's in this or what's in that. Yeah. I felt like I really missed out on a part of culture. Oh, um, okay, I hear and, that. And food is such an important part of all culture. And yes. I just wanted to be able to experience it 100%. So I feel like by not sitting with the people, eating whatever was put in front of me yeah. and trying it, I was missing out on pieces. So I actually stopped being a vegetarian just after China. Mm. Um, and I, I have not been a vegetarian since. Yeah. But not so much because I feel like I want to eat meat need to eat meat it's mostly just because I want I never want to say no to food because I feel like yeah. food is culture and I want to be able to experience Expe- all of it experience all of it now um, in your writings to me because I do have a questionnaire for everyone that comes on as a guest you made a point of saying significance um, is one of the driving forces behind all human beings and it's what you've learned was there a specific moment during the pandemic that inspired you to purchase the restaurant was there a significant moment so i would say it wasn't necessarily one significant moment it was a culmination of multiple little significant moments that that became overpowering um i moved to massachusetts in january of 2020 yeah so things shut down in march of 2020 so it was a great time to move to a new place do you have family here. So I do have family here. Yep, I have mm. um, aunts, uncles, cousins. Um, my parents are on the West Coast. My sister's on the West Coast. But I do have family in this area, which was part of the reason I decided to move out here um, mm. was to be closer to another side of my family. Mm. Um, so January 2020. Yep. So I got out here and I think just as soon as restaurants and stuff started shutting down and... We you were going into the go. pandemic. I like, couldn't go. Yeah. And I was lonely. And I mean, I had family around, but I wasn't meeting new people. I wasn't making friends. Um, <sighs> it was just a really difficult time, I think, to be in a new place. And I think that really opened my eyes to the true value of what restaurants and pubs provide. Yeah. Um, pubs have been gathering places forever for humanity. And, yeah. um, you know, I wonder I th- how many years. I, th- I think forever. <laughs> I mean, if you think back, think to the, the medieval Roman times of and the Roman empires and the little, yeah. they had different names, they had different formats, but food and drink have been gathering moments for yeah. people. Yeah. So during the pandemic, I just really realized that that was so important to me and important to other people. And I just knew that that's, what I wanted to be involved with. Um, I think way back when, beer was safer to drink than water. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so. How do I know that? I do not know. I've heard that too. I don't know if that's just one of those urban legends or not, but I've absolutely heard that. <laughs> what a funny thing to know. Well, so isolation and loneliness are dividing people. 
It really yep. is. And in the and so this is one of the reasons why you want to bring this sense of community into the community. Absolutely. Um mm. I, I think community is huge and it's I mean, you need those places. You need somewhere to go to nurture that community. Yeah. Um, and the pub has provided that. And I... A variety. I was, a variety of places. Yeah. Right? You have your church. You have yep. your family. You need a variety of places. Yep. It's a different It's a different place. I mean, your family's your family. So there, there's certain limitations there. You know, you just don't walk into anyone's family reunion. You could, I suppose. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the pub offers, a, it's open to all. Um, yeah. Bring your family. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, what you do for a living. Anyone is welcome to come in and you never know who you might meet there. So it's mm. really just a very open community, I think. I love it. I love it. Now, can you share something really cool that happened during this whole transition because you transitioned ownership yep so it was owned by someone that was selling or yeah so so the history of the pub it was um founded in the as the six bristol social club in 1933 i don't believe they had that building in 1933 but the social club um either built that building or started it somehow that was its original okay okay um and then in 2017 the previous owner did a big renovation and changed it from the six bristol social club into pub 65. Um, I just took over in May, but I would say the most surprising thing in May of 2020, 2020, yeah, or sorry, May of 2021. Oh, May of 2021. Yeah, just this last May. I am under a year in ownership right now. So wow. it's, uh, I mean, it's been a, quite a whirlwind. It's been an amazing experience. Um, I'm sure it has. All right, so we do have to go to break. Um, you can contact Jessica if you're interested in hosting an event or going to the restaurant. You can go to pub65.com. Uh, and the pub is called Pub6T, the letter T5. So I hope you stay with us. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you tracking your business progress? And do you have a plan that will lead you to your sales and profit goals this year? If you answered no to either of these questions, it's time to create your one-page business plan. Cynthia Riggs has been helping women move into success and profitability for over 35 years. And she helps you create your one-page business plan, a living, breathing document that grows your business with care and intention. Sign up for her one-page business plan webinar today at bizdiva.com. Biz. Everyone has a story, and Herself360 is the place to share that story. Herself360 is an online media magazine platform, a supportive place for women everywhere to connect through stories. It's a community of women with shared experiences to encompass, engage, and support one another at different places in their lives. They always welcome women to engage within their membership and participate within their non-traditional advertising. Memberships start at $25 and include monthly ads in the magazine for members events. Go to Herself360.com to find out more. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. And that was Tequila by Dan and Shay. I saw them in concert. They were amazing. Amazing. Now, I want to ask you, one of the coolest things about this whole transition was, um, in my mind, originally, was the fact that you were able to purchase this restaurant, like, almost all on Zoom. Yeah, it was definitely an unorthodox way of doing really that, any business transition. That um, is crazy. 
crazy, crazy cool, crazy good, crazy opportunity, fun, amazing. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and now, so what is the other cool thing about the previous owner? So he was phenomenal in it. Um, Richard Trapello, he held my hand through the first stages of this. Um, mm. He actually hired me at the pub a month before I took over ownership. And then he has stayed involved after I took over ownership to really answer questions wow. and make it seamless. You're goosebumping me all <laughs> up and down my arms right now. That is amazing. He was incredible in this. I mean, he could have just signed the papers and, and walked then, away, but he yeah. didn't. He he really wanted the pub to be successful. And I yeah. wanted that also. And so we really worked together well to, a lot of people didn't even realize we transitioned ownership, which that was the goal. I didn't, I wanted people to just keep on coming in. Wow. Wow. So he was in, he was the owner for how long? Uh, he, I would say it must've been like five years, give okay. or take. Um, and he we, was just ready to just move on or? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's exhausting to be completely honest. So. But you're so young, you have the <laughs> yes, energy. Yes, <laughs> so I think, you know, he was ready to just move on to the next thing and I was looking for this and it all just worked out. Now you love the community of New Bedford, the community that you've joined as yeah. well as the community you're building. Absolutely, yes. Mm. And so what you have such a great fondness and appreciation for similarities and differences in your staff. How do you show your appreciation? So I like to show my appreciation mostly just by recognizing all skills and ambition. Um, yeah. You know, somebody's always wanted to learn to make pizzas or learn to make cocktails or something, then yeah, let's get people cross-trained in it. Um, we, mm. You know, if you're an art teacher outside of there, let's do a paint night at the pub. Um, maybe a local favorite food or something from your your home country nice. or home town, we can throw it on the specials menu. Um, mm. So I really like to embrace the differences of my staff because they're all incredible people. And now, so this is some of the tactics and strategies that you're using to yep. embrace your your um, the culture within your actual restaurant. Yeah, I think it absolutely is. Mm, I love it. And then, so are you able to accommodate, this is just me um, being selfish right now, wanting to know, uh, the gluten-free, the dairy-free, <laughs> so, all of the different vegan-ish stuff that you're not a vegetarian anymore. So we're working on that. Um, I brought mm. in vegan burgers. Okay. Um, so we've got impossible burgers in okay. now. So that's a substitution. I'm looking at doing some gluten-free pizza crust. The problem is, is we don't have a large kitchen. So nothing is ever going to be 100% gluten-free because yeah. I just can't guarantee that. Um, yeah. But know, it's fine. To me, I'm just grateful for the gluten sensitivity. Exactly. And that's it is we're trying to be more sensitive to that. Um, yeah. I also, you know, I grew up in a family with, you know, I was a vegetarian. Um, I've got family that has seeds. Celiacs. I had family that was vegan. So celiacs in your family. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so you're familiar. So I'm familiar with those needs and everything. So yeah, I absolutely want to increase the availability of those sort of foods. We're working mm. on a new menu right now. Um, oh really? So it'll have a lot of the the former favorites. Um, we're not taking off very much, but we are trying to add a couple of healthier choices, a couple of more. Um, I guess more dietary restricted options, mm. things like that. So happy, we're definitely expanding. I'm happy to give you some advice. <laughs> happy to share. We'll have to do a taste test. Come on in, try some things, and we'll see yes, where it goes. Because I actually cook so much at home now that when I go to restaurants, 
I like the food I'm cooking at home better. <laughs> so I'm really curious and I would love to give any kind of tips or suggestions or whatever. Because sometimes, and this is not your restaurant, but sometimes I've been to a restaurant and you say that, you know, you're gluten-free, you're this, you're that, and the and they just remove all the spices in general. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm I'm not spice like restrictive. <laughs> no, right? it definitely can be tough. Yeah. You're, the food options you have is something super bland. Or they say, well, there's a, a house salad. Like, I hardly ever And that's eat like the salad. only option at some restaurants. I so mean, we're trying to expand it. I just want people to be able to saute some vegetables with olive oil and garlic. Yep. Like, if you can do that, I am so freaking happy. Yep, so we'll like, definitely be having some options coming to the menu soon that, love it. that have that veggie heavy. I love it. Now, why do you have such a deep desire? And I, I guess this is maybe a silly question, but you mentioned, you know, that you just don't want to be a typical superficial or surface kind of a um, atmosphere. Why is that important to you? I just think that's um, people are fascinating and yeah. deep down that's where all the good stuff is. Um, you know, I think we all come from different backgrounds and I think just experiencing each other helps us learn and be more open-minded. Um, yeah. And so I, yeah, I want to, I want to get to know the people that I have working there. I want to get to know the customers and yeah. I want to provide whatever they all need. So, you know, some people like different types of music. Some people like different types of food. I want to make mm. sure that we can cater to sort of everybody's needs so that we can, if we let, if you have, if you're different than we are, then you come in and we get to learn about you now. Yeah. So if I have people who are, say, vegans that are able to come to the pub, now we get to interact with a new clientele, a new type of person, maybe, that we yeah. wouldn't have gone to before. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> I love this. It's so important to be open and to listen. Yes. Yeah. And, and and think about what you're learning and how can how you can use that information to help propel. We all want to raise our standards. Absolutely. Yeah. You always want to be better, right? We all do. That's <laughs> I don't know if every restaurant <laughs> wants to raise their standards. I don't know about that. Well, every every um experience for your clientele, every way you can raise the standards and enhance the experience is the goal. Absolutely. Mm. And now, what does it mean to you to nurture your space? You use that comment in one of the writings. <laughs> Did I? Okay. So, um, you know, I think I'm still working on learning what nurture my space means. Um, yeah. I think it's something that I'm striving for, but it's, it's, I guess, just creating a space that I want to be in, that I'm comfortable in. And that's that's why I wanted to do the pub in the first place. You know, I want... I. I love New Bedford. I love the people in New Bedford. And I wanted mm. to create a place where I could go, where they could go and we could all interact together. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, we have to go to another break. All right. You can contact Jessica Moore at pub65.com and it is pub65 on Ashley Boulevard in New Bedford. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. You know... My book is sprinkled with a few thoughts around anxiety and depression, and it's because food plays a huge part in our mental health. Now that we are emerging from COVID-19 and resuming our work lives as best we can, I decided to roll out a new campaign called Grow to Give to support the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Invest in yourself, your business, and your community at Powerful Women Rise as we grow to give together 10% of all membership dues to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. 
Claim your business and one of our teams today by visiting PowerfulWomenRise.com and click Get Started. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. That was Mixer by Amber Mark. And what a fantastic song. Very funky, very groovy. I was mesmerized by the um, the video. Like the... Um, the the uh, clothes and every the artists and everybody in the whole entire video was amazing. So I encourage you to go check that out. I was so grateful you're open to all music. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So and you have people coming in and performing music and comedians and a variety of different things yeah. in the pub. Um, are you? Um, sticking with tradition are you looking to get more creative um definitely looking to get more creative but also keeping the tradition um a lot of the bands i have have been playing there for years and years and they've got their followings i'm also bringing in some new bands um we're doing some new things on friday nights um we're doing djs 10 p.m to 2 a.m it's not every friday but we're you know we're going with a uh more of a club theme on those nights so that we can attract those customers. We're also nice. going to be doing things with like art shows so that'll attract a new clientele base. Um, nice. So what's the art show thing going to be? So like, the art shows, the different from the paint nights. Yeah, different from the paint. So that's definitely in the works. It has not happened yet um, but we're looking at just talking to local artists and either bringing in art to display at the pub, having them come oh. in and show their art, creating an event around it. Um, nice. But yeah, that trivia comedy, I'm, I'm really open-minded I think to all sorts of entertainment I think the more you, the more different types of entertainment you do, the more different crowds that you can attract and introduce to the pub. And they might come to one event and say, wow, that food was really good that I had at that event. I should bring my family there, my friends there, and yeah. come back again sometime. Yeah, Keep I experiencing love it. it. I love it. Now, how many people can you accommodate? So we have uh, seating for 160 people indoors, another okay. 60 people on the patio. Wow. So we have a total of 220. Um, yeah. <sighs> So when you do the um, comedy or the music, is that in an open space or a separate area? So it depends on the season. Um, in okay. the summers, we like to do the comedy shows out on the patio. Um, we also do some of the music on the patio. We do have noise ordinances, all the city stuff. So we can't do anything past 10 p.m. on the patio. Oh, um, really? So the bands, oh, like the late night bands, yeah, they're all indoors. And then in the winter, obviously, it's a little chilly to have too many people sitting outside. So we do indoors yeah. for the winter. Okay, and you can get those like fire things that, um, yeah. those warming things, so whatever have, those are. We have two fire pits on the patio. Um, mm. I'm looking at next winter really expanding that and yeah, turning like those that tall into things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Turning it into a really warm, cozy space to be in. Um, nice. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now, what are the regulars saying about 
the um, the history of the restaurant and what it means to them because it, your restaurant was founded in 1933 as the social club. So what are they saying about their um, experiences when they were children and stuff? So they've all been extremely supportive. Um, you know, we've... You are so blessed. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I know. I'm very, yeah. very lucky. So. No, they've been so supportive of me and they've, you know, they've made introductions to me. We've had customers who will introduce me to other customers who introduce me to business people in the area wow. that say, hey, this is a person that does steel fabrication. If you need something, give him a call. This is a guy that does snow plowing. If you need that, give him a call. Um, yeah. And so just all the introductions that I've been able to make have been really amazing. And um, now you're working with all the best of the best of the best vendors that you can possibly work with. To, absolutely. To give everybody the best experience possible. Absolutely. All, like, again, it's raising our standards. Absolutely it is. And I just, you know, it's I'm really thankful that the customers were so supportive and that the staff was so supportive. Honestly, before I took over, one of my biggest fears was that I would take over and day one, the staff would be like, okay, so we're all quitting because you're the oh. new one. I mean, that that went through my head and I was terrified that I was oh. gonna take this over and all the staff would leave and all the customers anybody, would leave. anybody would feel that. <laughs> and it was, but you know, they, they didn't. Like I've had, I've pretty much retained the entire staff and even hired back people that left during COVID. I've hired wow. them back now. So who worked there before I even came in and now they're back, um, wow. which has been really neat. And the customers have stuck around. It's We've gotten new customers, but yeah. me, know. I'll be a new one. Exactly. Yep. Susan Whitehead is there all the time. <laughs> yes, I know she that. is. Yes, she is. Well, we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to reschedule our Powerful Women Rise event because we were going to create a, um, like a speed networking thing. So yep. we're going to come back and do that. But even like, now, when does the restaurant open? So we open at 11.30 every day. Okay. Um, and then we close at 10 o'clock on regular weekdays and Sundays. And then we close anywhere between 11 and 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Okay. It really just depends on the entertainment. So if you open at 11.30, yep. what time are people there? 11.30. Oh, so you don't go in early. Oh, no, sorry, the staff. Yes. yes. Oh, no, so the staff starts, the earliest person is between 8 and 9. Yeah. Yes. All right, so we're going to talk about that because we might move our team to your location, right? Oh, Didn't yeah. We talk yeah, about we that? did, absolutely. Because I mean, that way we can have our team meeting and then stay for lunch. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, we have the dining. The dining room's empty in the morning, obviously. Yeah. You know, we've got the kitchens. People are getting ready there. The bar, they're getting ready there. But the dining room until 1130 is a big empty that space. Might, so. That might be another, if there's a group that meets, like a BNI or any kind of a networking group that meets, that might be another thing for you to, you know, allow people to come in. Right. Yeah. Oh, use, absolutely. To use the space, you're already there anyway. Right. No, people could use the space. Um, another thing that I just thought of: if there's groups that want to meet in the morning, with advance notice, there's no reason that we couldn't have a little coffee and pastry bar going. Also, um, <gasps> oh. you know, so we our hours are flexible. I guess I yeah. should say. Um, and you're so open. Right. We and we open at eleven thirty technically, but no, if I mean, some group you're, wants to, <laughs> you're open. Yes, I, I'm you're, pretty open minded. You're open minded, and you'll do things that work. And if they don't work anymore, then you just right. don't do it anymore. Exactly. That's all. Yeah. I, I believe in a philosophy of try anything once. Um, yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But yeah, exactly. Now, patience is a virtue. A virtue. 
right? Yes. The old saying, <laughs> patient. Um, and whether you can anticipate it or not, you can possibly get slammed and not be prepared for that. How do you encourage your clientele mm -hmm. to be patient with the staff? So first off, this is not just us. This is Everywhere. every restaurant and almost yep. every industry right now. Um, so I think the big thing is, is people just want to be seen and heard. Yeah. They want to feel like they're being acknowledged. Yeah. So I try to just make sure that we're going to tables frequently, that I'm in there talking to tables, and that if there is going to be a long wait, the hostesses mm. are saying, hey, guys, we'd love to seat you just so you know kitchen's backed up right now because mm. i think people are pretty willing to accept it if they know what's going on um what frustrates people is if they sit down and then nobody's coming over to them and they just feel like they're being ignored mm -hmm. so i think communication i mean communication is the key in everything in life yes, really yes and under promise and over deliver right because there's restaurants where they won't seat you i've seen this happen i'm like how come they're not getting seated and and the the gal there is like if i seat them i won't be able to get to them Yep. And that is not a positive thing. She said, I'd rather wait until I'm ready and then we can seat them. And I've seen that like outdoors in the summertime when it's just Absolutely. so slammed. And I think that's something that um, what I'm hoping that the general public is starting to realize that with restaurants, that just because you see an open table, that doesn't mean that that table's really available. Yeah, exactly. It, it might be open, but I might not have a server to get to. I might not have someone in the kitchen with free time right now to cook the food. I know. So a lot of times we do stagger the seating. And we do that not because we need a physical table, but because we're waiting for the staff to be available to serve you. And we don't want to have you just sitting there staring at a wall. So Exactly. And then you're just going to get pissed. Exactly. And it's, it's not going to exactly. be a pleasant experience. So it's important to have compassion and under, understanding needs to be in there. Yeah, I feel absolutely. like. Like just be understanding that, you know, you're not the only restaurant. Uh, you're not the only client in the building <laughs> and all of those things. And, and understanding on both sides. I try to tell the staff also be understanding of these people they're in here they might have plans later in the they're day they're starving they're very <laughs> hungry you know it's you know they're they're looking for something that, too and yeah, yeah. their impatience it might not be with you directly it might just be they they're really hungry they want their food yeah so. but even outside of restaurants i think we we as humans interacting with other humans can find a little bit more compassion Absolutely. and a little bit more understanding and be open to that so on Absolutely. that note we will go to one more break you can uh, uh, go to pub65.com for more information to connect with Jessica. I'm sure you have a contact form for people to fill out or to connect. Call the restaurant. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I help people create their dream life by asking powerful questions, better questions, through mind, balance, and wellness living. You'll get clear about what you really want by achieving emotional freedom and strengthening your relationships. Through my foundational coaching and 19-year certified financial planning background, I guide you through your circumstances, thoughts, and feelings, and show you how to take actions that give you the results you want. Contact me today at mbwliving.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. Can you say that you truly love your diet? And can you say it with confidence this time next year? Nicole Perry can. And it's not because she lost about 25 pounds. Nicole loves her diet because it's easy to follow. What she eats is delicious and how she eats is completely sustainable. You can retrain your brain too, just like Nicole did. Her book, I Am on a Love Diet 
is available on Amazon now, along with the companion journal. Or get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. And we are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. That was Everything is Possible Now by Clouds and Thorns. And I just thought, what a perfect song for you to put in your show. Uh, and uh, I love this, that one. I hadn't heard it before. But I, I loved it. Yeah, it's, I need to listen to the whole song now. <laughs> and, I, and I all four songs, because you, you're open to a, a variety of clientele, I wanted to make sure all four songs had a little bit of a different vibe to it. So, you know, that's just a different vibe. We got a little funk in there. We got a little rock and roll, a little, little bit of everything. Um, okay, now I just want to address this before we go further. The contact form goes nowhere. So people <laughs> want to call you. Yes. You're redoing the website. I'm in the process of redoing the website. Um, you know, there's been a lot taking over a business. Yes. So right now, the contact form goes to my, I do get those, but I don't get the mailing list. If you sign up for the mailing list on our website, unfortunately, that goes absolutely nowhere. Okay. I'm working on fixing that. Yeah. Um, it's, but you know, it's on the list. If you're doing the redoing, the website anyway. Exactly. So we're working on redoing the whole website. If you do really want to get in touch with me directly, jessica at pub65.com. Okay. That is my email. It goes straight to me, only me. Um, okay. So that's a great way for people to reach out. And they can call or they can uh, put in their information in the contact yep. form. Contact form on the website. On also. the website also. We're also pretty responsive on Facebook and Instagram oh, okay, um, and good. the social media platform. So you can reach out to us on there. It's just pub65. So. Okay. All right. Good. Now, how are you encouraging your staff and keeping the engagement? So I think, um, you know, it actually goes back to the first question we asked, you know, what what are the roles in the team? Um, I yeah. think that I'm a part of the team and I try to be present there. Yeah. And I don't ask anyone to do things that I wouldn't also be willing to do. I love um, it. I'll, you know, I've worked in the dish pit. I've made pizzas. <laughs> I'll take the trash out. I'll mm. attempt to bartend. Um, you know, really the only thing that I don't do is work on the, the grill and the saute on the line cooking. And that's yeah. more for everyone else's benefit because I'm an awful cook. Um, so I don't do that. Um, but Isn't that funny? But I, oh I mean, God. I'll chip in anywhere else. So, And I just try to show them that like we, we are all in this and we're working together and we are a team and yeah. I'm ready to, to be part of the team. Yeah, I love it. Now your ideal client, somebody that's kind to the staff. Yes. Right away, right away off the top and return frequently and bring new guests in and eager to try the specials. Yes. So are some people just hesitant about the specials? You know, some people are very set in their ways. And there's not really anything wrong with that. But we really do have a lot of fun with our specials. Um, They're things that the kitchen's been working up. They're things that they want to try putting on the the, uh, permanent menu. They're family recipes. They're they're really exciting things. I Um, love this. They're family recipes. Yeah. So so I think, um, you know, my ideal client is someone that comes back four days a week and each day gets one of the four specials and then is waiting the next week for the next specials menu to come out. Um, yeah. Cause that's just, I think that's exciting. I think it's fun to mix it up and stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then also they appreciate the work that goes into a local business. Yes. This I, is, is this 24 seven for you? It is. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and I get it kind time of is off for a me. Little. It kind of is for me too, but I love it. 
Yes. So no, you I, love, I love it. it. I love it. Mm. Um, but no, it is. I mean, it is 24-7. It is. I, I'm never 100% off of work because the alarm system could go off at 2 a.m. Yeah. Something could happen in the middle of a shift and I need to run in to address something. Um, so it is. It's a ton of work. And not just by me. I mean, by the whole team. It's a small business. Um, yeah. So, you know, a lot of the, I think, larger restaurant chains and stuff, they have the advantage of just more people, more support at a corporate head level level, they can just get resources sent down to them i'm sure they have website people just on demand and you know here i'm trying to find the website people i'm trying to find the people to print the menus i'm trying to you know work with these other little businesses and Mm. and figure out all the pieces ourselves now what about other restaurateurs do you like how do you have a a group of people or other people that you can sort of bounce ideas off yeah so so i sort of do i mean i'm a member of the massachusetts restaurant association okay there you go so that's a great group there's actually a mixer coming up in the end of january that i'll be going to actually physically meet some of these people that I've never actually met in person. Nice. And I've also been really impressed by so many restaurateurs actually coming into the pub and saying, hey, I own this restaurant or that restaurant. <gasps> if you have any questions, if you need anything, wow. let me know. And I've had multiple people from restaurants in Providence, in Bridgewater, in New Bedford. I love um, it. Just love all it. over these Adria. people have come. Adria. Adria, yeah, absolutely. So the owner there, super friendly and... It's just been really nice. Like I've really felt like I have all of the uh, all of the support. Which, which yeah, we're not competitors. We're all working in this together because I think if we really revitalize the restaurant scene in New Bedford more and more, we become a destination. This benefits all of us. Yeah, um, it does. It does. Now, is there a, um, what do you want to, we are almost done. We're out <laughs> of time pretty much. Is there a final thought you want to share? Um, you know, come check out Pub 65. I think that's the, that's the final yeah. thought. You know, we we're really open-minded. I'm there pretty much every day and I love meeting new people and Int- come in, introduce yourself to yeah. Jessica. No, it's it's a fun place. We do a lot of fun things. You can mm. check out our Facebook if you want to see the upcoming events. Unfortunately, our website's not great with that, but that's all right. That's all right. But everybody's the, on social media anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So I love it. All right, I want to leave you with this final quote by Tony Robbins, and it is: "Create a vision and never let the environment, other people's beliefs, or the limits of what has been done in the past shape your decisions." Isn't that beautiful? This I thought that was totally befitting for you. I want to thank you so much for listening and being with me today and us and joining me to help end systemic racism by educating ourselves, shifting the language inside our homes and for caring about every fellow human being that walks this earth. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power and it's what you do with that knowledge that matters. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you.